listeners. Help us on its way. One of the great, great hits of LRB, Little River Band. And we've got, as our special guest this evening, on the telephones, Mr. Glenn Shorrick. How are you going there, Glenn? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, my friend, I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for your time this evening. How have you been keeping with all this madness of COVID-19? Uh, well, it's uh, affecting everybody, and we've all got to bear with it and uh, adapt to it, I'm afraid. It's uh, not going to go away. I don't think it's going to go away in a hurry. I don't think until they get a, um, you know, some sort of a vaccine. Unfortunately, it's it's sort of knocked the head on the music industry, you included. I know you had a lot of shows lined up, um, and uh, I'm fingers crossed if they get it sorted because you've got shows throughout the rest of the year, don't you? Well, I, I did have, but they've yeah. all been postponed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't do a lot of shows these days, mate. You know, no. it's, uh, um, I don't really. Um, well, I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, you certainly don't need to. You know, like I, I, I did a little bit of research to, to find out some background stuff about you, not that I really thought I needed to, but I found out stuff like you have absolutely done it all. I mean, you started you started back in the 60s. As a, you came to Australia as a, as a sort of a, a, I guess, your immigrant with your, fair, with your parents back in the 54, I think. And then you you set up the uh, the the checkmates, and then you did the twilights. Yeah, well, I was you know I was born at the right time. I was uh, uh, an early te- teenager. I was about twelve years of age in mm-hmm. nineteen fifty six. Yep. When uh, rock and roll and American culture hit our shores. Yes. Yeah. I was growing up in Adelaide in mm-hmm. a satellite satellite town of Adelaide called Elizabeth. Yes. Where a lot of English migrants grew up, and that's where I grew up. Spent my teenage years there. Yep. And, um, yeah, we were just uh, ready-made for this new fangled rock and roll music. And, um, you know, I I loved it. I gravitated to it. I found uh, it, it was easy for me to adapt to. And um, it, you, you start off small, you know, in your, in your own street or your suburb, and then you gradually branch out and um here i am 50 60 70 years later and um i've I've made a long career out of it i'm very lucky you sure have you sure have i mean i i can't believe the amount of things that you've actually done not just not just performing in bands and fronting bands like like um twilights and then axiom and then lrb and then you had your solo career and you've just kept it going well, you've got to diversify uh-huh. if you want a if you want a career. You've got to be able to roll with the punches and um, take advantage of the um, of the good times as well. Yeah, um, I've always liked to try my hand at different things. I've been on radio. I've been on um, hosting television shows. I've, as you say, I've done quite a lot of uh, different things in show business. I. I don't restrict myself to just being a singer in a band. You know, I like to try other forms of entertainment. That's my job. That's what I do. It's a service industry for me. Yep. And you did live stage. You did theatre as well, didn't you? You you were in the Shout production of Shout, all about the history of the wild one, J-O-K. Yeah, I played his dad. (laughs) 
Yeah. I've done a, I've done a few theatre productions, yep. Evita. Yep. Evita and um, what else? I'm a Rocky Horror Show. And then I've uh, produced my own reviews and, yeah, it's, there's, uh, there's a lot to look back on. You've had a show called, uh, a stage production called Two Up, is that correct? Yeah, I did that with um, one lady called Wendy Stapleton from yes. Melbourne. Yep, yep. Okay. And she and I did a program, a, a, a review show based around duets and, um, and, um, we had a bit of fun doing that, yep. like, um, you know, Sonny and Cher, uh, Dolly Parton and um, Kenny Rogers and John and Yoko. I played Yoko, <laughs> she played John. <laughs> I saw you, I, I looked up some stuff and I saw you actually dressed as Kenny Rogers and I saw you doing a Joe Cocker thing and I also, yeah. saw, I also saw you doing Tina Turner. What was that all about? Because you had all the moves, like you had a dress and stockings, and well, a, that was yeah, part that, of the show. What, well, that's what an entertainer does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a th- uh, if you want to, if you want to, um, it's a cheap shot, isn't it? Men dressing up as women. Uh, it's Look. just one of those old traditional things. Comes goes way back to pantomime and yep. growing up in England. Yeah. Um, now I, I I found out that I could mimic people. Yes. I could, I could mimic their sound. I could mimic their, um, their personalities yeah, yeah. and their moves. And um, I, I've always loved to do that. It's good yeah. fun. And humour is uh, very large in my life. I, um, I grew up as a young boy in um, in England uh, with the goons, Peter Sellers and oh, Spike yes. Milligan. Yes. And, um, you know, later on I've followed comedy all my life really i i love i love to laugh and mm-hmm. i love making making people laugh as well i think it's important to be able to laugh and probably more importantly laugh at yourself i guess that uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah it's, all, it's all self-effacing yep. i never take myself too seriously right although i take i take that seriously yeah i mean i take not being serious seriously I understand. I understand. Well, when I saw those clips, obviously, you know, you were doing it to to entertain. I saw you do the cocker thing. Boy, you had his moves down pat. Did you? Did you just sort of have? Did you have to do any sort of research? Did you look him up or see him in a concert, or did you just? Because I saw that. I saw you, and I thought this is amazing. Like, and even the vocal, you had his vocal down and his moves, and and even well, Kenny. Pardon? That's what a singer. Can do, you know. Yes. A singer has to listen. Yeah, and and I listened when when I when I first heard all these different sounds coming out of the radio. Yeah, and I and I, I practiced sounding like them, and it just came easy to me. That's incredible. Um, um, and Joe Cocker's pretty easy to do. You know, he's just so he's so out there. You know, he's yeah. such a, a unique. Person, mm-hmm. the um, the hard ones to do are the more subtle ones. Mm-hmm. But Tina Turner's a Tina Turner's a radical thing yep. for me to do. <laughs> um, yeah, I I just read about um, and watched and watched what she did and did a bit of research. As far as I read somewhere, that Mick Jagger pinched. Oh, okay. He did, did he? Really? Yeah, he he watched her. Mm-hmm. And, and pinched a lot of her strutting and 
all that stage movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I, I could do that anyway. I was, I was a pretty good dancer when I was a kid too. Right. So, you know, I've been able to turn my hands to different forms of, uh, of the business. So, you know, and I've been, I've been involved in the business side of it or the, um, you know, I was on the board of APRA for 16 years. Yes, yes. Um, and, um, yeah, I've just enjoyed my career. I've just enjoyed my di- diversification. Yeah, fantastic. How did it feel for you when you won, when you guys won the Battle of the Bands and you ended up going over to England and you, you were recording in Abbey Road Studios and you had the Beatles in the studio just next door? Yeah. What would, did you get to meet any of the Beatles? I know. I know you performed uh, on the Parkinson show with Ringo. You had Ringo as a drummer on there when you were singing. I think it was Honey Don't. So did yeah. you get to meet any of the other Beatles or no? Uh, well, I no, not not really. I oh, didn't. Okay. Um, we were just too in awe of them. You know, yeah. we were that we were there for one night and we recorded three songs. What song do I live? Um, nine fifty and young girl, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and left. You know, um, Paul McCartney, meanwhile, and um, George Harrison were working on Penny Lane next door. Um, but uh, you know, we were just too scared to introduce ourselves. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You, you would be, wouldn't silly, you? Really? Really. It was silly, really. We should have, you know, because we were. Uh, same age, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're just a couple of years younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but by that stage, you know, they'd become, you know, this amazing, huge, yeah. this huge uh, thing that changed music and society forever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we um, we played second fiddle to that. And, um, well, you know, I've, I've always been influenced by the Beatles. They still... To me, they took they took uh, a dance craze into an area where no one had been before. Mm-hmm. A create a creative art. They did they did some amazing work. In all, in a, in a space of uh, what seven years, they recorded twelve albums. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, seven years is nothing now. That doesn't mean anything to me anymore. <laughs> I've, been around, I've been around for so long, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's it's been a great journey for me. I'm, I'm very happy. Yeah. Did you did you ever think that though? I mean, I ask a lot of the, a lot of the artists I get on. Did you ever think that that it would go as long as it did? And the, here you are, seventy five, turning seventy six, mm. and you sound you sound brilliant. I've seen you in concert many times, and I've chatted with you, you know, backstage. And, and I mean, okay, you sit on a stool, you're not leaping around, which is fair enough. I mean, old Brian Caddy, he sits down for his entire performance, and when he does sort of stand up occasionally, yeah. holds his back. It's like, oh, I'm getting too old for this bloody thing. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, he has to lie down now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought you'd be doing this in your in your seventies, would you? Surely not. No, no, no I didn't. No, um, but I've just been along for the ride, uh-huh. and uh, I, I rode along with it. Yes, um, you know, I learnt this whole business the same time as everybody else did. Yeah, and. Um, I've I just been lucky enough. My voice is still strong, and yes. I, I still know my way around a song. Uh-huh. 
I can I can sing many different styles, and uh, I've uh, been able to write a few classic hits that have uh, afforded me some good royalty. Yep. Um, and I've worked with some great musicians, both here and in America, but mainly here. Yes. And I still do, mm-hmm. and I still enjoy. I still enjoy the fellowship of the of our entertainment industry. I, I love working with great players and singers, and you know we um, we get together. I've done quite a few shows on at the Opera House and various uh, places around Australia with the Let It Be shows. Yes, tribute to the, tribute to the Beatles. Yes, with, with my good friends Doug Parkinson and. John Paul Young and Russell Morris and Brian, of course. Yes. Um, yeah, so we do in, enjoy a great camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you think you'll be writing, because Brian, speaking of Brian Catt, he had a new album out last year called um, Silver City. Do you think you might be, have you got any new songs in the pipeline that you might, be, the last album you put out was in 2016, I think, which was Hear My Voice. Um, uh, is there any more? Rise Again. Rise Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. The album was called Rise Again. Um, and Hear My Voice, I guess, was one of my favourite tracks on there because it was talking all about the business with, the, you know, losing the name and so on and so forth. Do you think Do you think you've got any more songs there in you or are you just happy to do what you're doing? Or was that... um, yeah, maybe. Um, I've said just about everything I want to say now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the business has changed. Yes. Um, and um, luckily enough, I've, I've been able to write some classic songs. Yes. That have been uh, published on what? On, on plastic? On vinyl? <laughs> on vinyl. <laughs> you know, and, then, and, and then repeated all the way through the technological uh, journey. Yes. Through to uh, streaming now. Yeah. You know, and. Um, and that's fantastic. Yep. It just keeps my music alive. And um, so, and people just want to hear those old ones. And, you know, I, I've tried to put new material out there, and but no, no one really wants to know about it, <clears throat> apart from the, the fans, you yeah. know. The, yeah. they, but the radio, or you, you, you don't get the exposure anymore. No. So I, I'm just happy enough to be able to sing two hours of great material with, a lot of it was mine, yes. and um, a lot of it's classic legacy for me. Yeah, well, you're, you're right about. I mean, you do get your classic songs played, like "Help Is on Its Way" and "Cool Change," of course. For for what that, you know, I think that was voted like the the thirtieth best song. It was it was incredible, an incredible my my most favourite of of your material for sure. Um, I, I always, I my program's all about keeping legends like yourself alive. So I regularly play people like you and Brian Cad, and and because I I really have such a passion for this music that I just don't want to see it fizzle and die. I mean, Gil Matthews is he's putting everything back onto vinyl now. So before you know it, all your stuff is yeah. it might end up back on vinyl. Who knows? And then yeah, I mean, it's well, but. Um yeah, this whole streaming thing is it's amazing as well. Yeah, um, my royalty rate has uh, uh, risen. You know, it's got more rather than uh, it was dwindling away there for a while. Okay, but then um, when the digital era has really hit home, I mean that's that's the way I listen to music. 
now, you know, I just, I just stream it. I yeah. don't buy it. I, no. I just listen to it. I, I, I listen to a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of new music because, you know, I prefer my old favourites. In fact, uh, I'm listening hard at the moment to Bob Dylan's new album, which is, uh, oh, it's just wonderful. It's okay. just really, it's really amazing. And the last thing that McCartney did, um, Egypt Station. Yes. That was, that was uh, I'm still playing that. Um, what's the first edition, I think it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, a trio from Canada. Yes. I listen to more, but I don't listen to any sort of really teenage music anymore. No, no, no. Well, neither do I. Neither do I. I, no. <laughs> I don't think I even want to talk about teenage music because it's to me it's not music. I mean, it's I like to be well, able to listen to a song and listen to the lyrics and, and find something in the song. You know. Of course, but that, that's what my father said as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know. Uh, we have to be careful not to uh, offend our younger uh-huh. people who are coming coming up behind us. But yep. it's just such a busy time now for creatively. Yes, in in, in all the arts. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, Mother Nature has uh, stopped it in its tracks, mm-hmm. and um, and that is something that you know, as creative and artists. I've got to deal with. Yes, yes. Uh, it's something new. It's a, it's a terrible thing. Well, it, um, it, it is, it is, it is. You know, it's, it's the antithesis of the Beatles coming along. Yep. The, the Beatles came along and um, there's a breath of fresh air. It gave us all a new art form and, oh, that was amazing. Yes. And now it's all closed it down. Uh-huh. Um, Mother Nature's got, a, got its way of... Um, Telling us what we are, you know, and um, I don't want to get too philosophical about things, but, right. um, you know, someone once said that the human race is, is a parasite on the uh, on the earth, right. and, you know, we have uh, not looked after it, mm. and um, it'll bite us back, yep. and that's what's happening. That's what's happening, yeah, yeah. An insatiable greed of humanity, I guess, of human beings, and... To take yeah. advantage of everything and get as much as they can from it and not think about yeah. the future and the, the, the children to come behind us, you know. They're just raping everything, I guess. So that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just I just hope the young ones as well realise yeah. that um, they've, got to, they've got to take care of it or they don't have a future. Yes. Um, how many generations are we going to last mm. if we keep doing what we're doing? That's true. That's true. I've been saying that for a long time. Um, I, do, I just feel it just keeps falling on deaf ears. I think it take it might take something like what we're experiencing at the moment for people to actually sit down and and take another look at, at what's yeah. happening. And because it is, it's changed the whole world, hasn't it? This thing. Yeah, it's closed it down. Yeah, yeah. Closed, closed it down. It's really um, really sad. Mm. Yeah, I've um, yeah, I've uh, had to cancel lots of. Uh, Things that I was going to do this year, right? Uh, and I was going to go and um, do a bit of uh, scuba diving, but up in the Maldives. Scuba diving? I didn't realise you scuba. Di- I'm a scuba diver myself. I didn't realise you, you did that. I haven't. I haven't been down under for quite a while. I've got to say. Okay. Um, but I, I did embrace it 
during the um, during the seventies and eighties when oh. I was uh, with LRV. Yes, um, and skiing. You know, I love skiing. I love to do it all all the pastimes, but we can't go anymore. I no. mean, Qantas. Look, Qantas is not going to. It's not going to fly internationally for three years. Yes, that's that's a bit frightening, isn't it? When you think about it, three years. I mean, and and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't really contemplate something like that, can you? You can't. You no. can't just think about it and think, oh, we're not going to have an overseas plane international mm-hmm. for three years. You think, oh no, it can't possibly. I mean, when this first broke out, I was travelling. I was on the road. I, I do a lot of road travelling um, around Australia with with my vehicle and my caravan and so on and so forth. And we were in. No. South Australia when this all happened and and we sort of came home immediately because we thought they're talking about closing borders and there was nothing on the shelves and and I was sitting, you know, in parks and there was nothing, like in in parks, not parks the place, but just in in parks and and there was nobody on the streets and I I just thought this is is apocalyptic, you know, what's happened to the world? It's just gone bananas, you know? So, well, I mean, the man, a man's imagination has driven this forward, and eighty um, percent uh, of what a man imagines uh, happens; it becomes reality. Right. But we pay for it as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself a bit, but um, it's <laughs> it's all part part of the pattern. It's all part of the circle of life, would you say, and yeah. man's journey? Yeah. yeah. Indeed. And um, I just hope that uh, future generations will take care of things better than we have. Mm. You know, we've had the, we've had the awareness. I, I know in my own life I've had the awareness of things that should be done, but I've ignored them. Mm-hmm. You know, I've just look, looked after myself and gone my own way, but... Uh, well, you know, I've only got, um, what, I'm 70, 76 tomorrow yep. on the next day. Or Tuesday, Tuesday, yeah, 76 on Tuesday. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I've only, I've only got a finite time to go now, so right. I've, got to, I've got to find the, uh, the right way to spend it. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, so obviously you love performing, but would that be secondary to scuba diving in the Maldives and skiing and... <laughs> Uh, well, I'm obviously hoping to do both. Yeah, I love to do both, yeah. As, as, as I've done all my life, you know. My my work has been my, my passion, my hobby. My It's given me so much freedom to be able to do all these things. Yes. Um, but that's all taken away from us now. We've it got is. to find out. We've got to look at, look at each other in, inwardly and reach out to each other and... Um, try and move on yeah. uh, into, into, into a better life. And society, I hope, will benefit from it. Okay. I, I sincerely hope so. Yeah. Well, if it's all sorted out and in the future, it might be three years before they fly, but I know that... Um uh, Daryl Braithwaite and I think Richard Clapton, they were doing gigs. They were booked to do gigs in the Maldives, I believe, and that's all been cancelled. So if they put a, if they put a tour together, you might be able to, in, in, instead of... I, I, I just can't visualise Richard Clapton in, in the, the Maldives. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, I believe he was booked... 
He would stand out like a sore thumb, wouldn't he? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but I do believe he was booked to do a, to do a, uh, some shows over there along with Braithwaite, and I thought, wouldn't this be great? Because you, you could get out there, and it, instead of Bertel Shorrick and Go, and, and Goble, it could be it could be Clapton, Braithwaite, yeah. or Shorrick, Braithwaite, and Clapton. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, what about the big red bash? You, you you were supposed to be doing that this year. Obviously, it's been cooled off. Are you you still going to be on that next year? I'm assuming. Or I don't know. But I hope so. Yeah. You, you've been there before. You were there a couple of years ago with Brian Cat, I believe. Yeah, it was great. Do you, I loved it. you enjoyed it? Yeah, I, I was I was there a few years ago, and and the lineup that you were you were on, I couldn't go, and I thought this is the best Australian lineup they've ever had out there. I went out there, yeah. I think I went out there in seventeen, and they had it was very country orientated. They they had the Wolf Brothers and and um, and a few of the country artists, and I'm I'm more into. You know, you guys like like yourself yeah. and Russell. I've, so Russell was out there. I saw Russell playing yeah. out there, and um, and Farnham was there, and, and a few others. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I'd love to see you guys like you and you and the Cadman. Is there any way you think you might be to, like? Do you think there's any way that you and um, be well, Brian's, the Brian's, Brian's in New York, up, up state New York. That's he, right. He lives there. Yes. Now, yep. and it's, it's going to be hard for him to travel anywhere. Yeah, he's not going to be able to travel. As, as it is for us all. Yes. So, um, you know, I've, <laughs> I've, I've had uh, offers from various people in the States and whatever, but uh, there's, there's no real it's, – it's just a, in the too hard basket, mate. It's just, yeah, of course. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with my life. At the moment, and um, I'll just I'll just roll roll with the punches and come out the other end, and um, hopefully I'll still have a voice that I can keep singing till till I drop, and that's what I intend to do. So maybe you should put together an album of all your favourite, because you've obviously got artists that's influenced well, yeah, you, and put an album like yeah. you know when when uh, Rod Stewart did the Great American Songbook for example because you you can't sing anything so I, I'm sure if you were to put together a compilation Absolutely. I'm sure it'd sell but, you know you reckon I, I don't know I, well if you pick the right songs I mean you you know like Rod Stewart yeah, well how do you you know you've got to promote it you've got to get out there and do it so uh, at the moment we can't do that no um, yeah that's true that's true you can't at the moment radio, radio. The radio's not going to play it. I'm not going to get it on television. Well, you, you did when you when you released your book. The, the, they had you on the TV interviewing you with, um, you know, when you had your yeah. book come out. And and yeah. um, so... No, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not complaining, you know. I'm just no. saying I've got to be realistic about things, you know. Yeah. You've got... I started out small right. in Elizabeth's Yes, yes. I'll end, I'll end up small. You know, yeah. I'll end up in a bar somewhere. Singing, singing uh, cover versions yep. of songs that I love. Okay. Uh, no, I, I don't intend to stop making music. Right. Uh, I just don't know whether I want to make my own music anymore. Yep. Because because my own music is, is locked me into uh, into a genre. It's just myself. Right. And I, I mean, I I just love to sing anything. Yes. I, mean, I started out started out in a cover band called The Twilights. Yes. And that's what we did. We, we were lucky enough to be able to emulate 
all the 60s um, Mersey sound, you know, the, the Beatles and the Stones and the Kinks and whatever. You know, we we just sang all that material. Um, and I still love all that. I still love all sorts of songs, all sorts of music. Um, there's not enough years left, really, for me to cover everything if I wanted to really do it. Yep. Um, but, I, you know, I'll keep my ears and my eyes open and take advantage of any um, offers that have come come my way. Yes. And uh, as my contemporaries will as well. And, um, you know, we're, we're like an old elephant, you know, we'll, we won't go away without... <laughs> um, we, don't, we won't shuffle off um, silently. Oh, we're still... Yeah, look, I, I hope you just keep doing what you're doing for as long as you can, mate, because honestly, obviously, if you start to struggle with it and you don't enjoy it or you don't feel that you, you're sounding as good as you, you once did, well, I guess that's the time to to give it away. But as I said, I, the last time I saw you was uh, probably two years ago at, um, at Lake Haven, and um, you're a singer-singer, my friend. You've got an incredible voice, and that's why I'd love to see you maybe do something. I don't know whether you think it would work or not, but... I'd like to see you do an album of, of other people's songs, that, just like yeah. Stuart did with his American songbook. I know, I know. I, I miss that boat. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I thought of that idea way before he did. Okay, around the same time, and I just didn't. I, I just couldn't do it at that time. I was in LRB, and LRB was storming the charts in um, in America in the seventies and eighties. You yes. know, so. Yep. Uh, I really didn't take my eye off the ball. Right. Um, but you know what happened? I mean, I took, did take my eye off the ball and I got replaced. You did, yeah. Yeah, that I got, was... I got, replaced, I got replaced a couple of times. Yeah. But um, that's another story. It's all in the book, of course. Yes, of course, which I've, well, I've got a copy of your book. And um, it is it is in the book, and and the thing is though, I mean, they might have replaced you, but you, they went full circle, and you ended up going back, didn't you? So, and just yeah. between you and I, I mean, I love John Farnham. Don't get me wrong; I think he's probably one of the greatest singers in this country. Yeah. But for, oh, yeah. for LRB, I just don't. It didn't. It didn't do it for me. I just. I didn't. No, it didn't, didn't. Didn't do it for John either. No, no. Well, yeah, I just yeah, thought it was wrong. Know, they, they have personality problems in that band. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, all of that is in in the past, and um, uh, we're still communicating. Yes, um, not not Farnham and myself, but no. uh, but the original sort of classic lineup. Yep, the Goebbels and the Birdles and yep. the Shorts and the yep. Briggs. You know, we're all uh, hanging in there and talking about uh, the the Rorty streams and trying to trying to get what we've uh, missed. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been a bit of uh, Skullduggery that went on along the way. Yes, that we didn't know about. Yep. So, but but by and large, you know, I've had a very happy and successful career. It yes, really, you have. I mean, I, I can't cannot complain. No, um, I'm very comfortable financially, socially, yep. men mentally, yeah, <laughs> mentally a little bit of wobbly. <laughs> Well, that's that, that's where the title of the book came from, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, now where was I? Now where was I? What was I doing yesterday? <laughs> oh, look, incredible. Look, one thing before I let you go, Glenn, I really do appreciate your time. I could chat with you all day, okay. all night. Um, do you think there's ever going to be a possibility you might do a thing with, with um, Bertles and, and, and 
global and do 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 your music again maybe do a tour of australia before you guys all sort of hang it up yeah. forever or because you still got yeah, the yeah, sound yeah. you know what i mean and you'd you still never, pack the rooms yeah, you, never, you never say never no uh, uh, but you know those guys haven't been playing no but <laughs> it's know, like I'm, i don't i don't, don't want to go and rehearse with those guys i'll just say you guys rehearse it yep. and i'll turn up and okay, sing it okay Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> oh well, you are the you are the heavyweight, my friend. You in Australian music, you 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 were LRB, so I wouldn't expect you to be rehearsing with those guys. I think it's uh, you know. No, I can do. It. I could do it standing up and well, sitting down. Well, of course you could. Do it blindfold. Yeah, of course, of course. And I mean, last year you, re- you released that album of the, all the all the LRB stuff. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a look at that again. That was fun. Yep. So you prove you prove then you can do it, and and when I see you in in, in you know in performance mode, I, I sit there in awe, and I think, my gosh, he can still do it, and he still sounds just as good, and he's just a lot more laid back now than you know, and very... I've always been laid back. Yeah, I know, but not sitting on a chair. I mean, you weren't sitting on a chair in in the LRB days, and you. I just, I just get tired now. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I, know, I would just rather sit there and. Let the the songs do their work. Yeah, look, I agree with you 100% there, Glenn. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and I'm going to let your songs do the work right about uh, after we sign off. Thanks, Glenn. Hello,